Hey there, everybody. Welcome to another episode of House Portlandia's podcast. We're a group of family and friends coming together to engage in what's often plain, ridiculous banter. That said, we invite you to grab a drink and sit back for the next hour or so and take in the topics of this episode. Thanks again for listening. Let's get to it. Hey guys, um, this is ow. It's a thousand degrees outside. Uh, it's actually 92 degrees outside, and I have a heavy thank you metal shift knob. And so, um, a friend of mine, uh, Trina Kingsbury, uh, won't make me a shifter sock or a shifter boot, or I'm gonna call it a sock, a booty that um, allows me to, like, I don't know, like knit something over the, the shift knob so that. Um, I don't have to burn myself, or it sometimes actually gets really cold, like piercingly cold, uh, during the winter. Anyway, uh, we haven't done a podcast in a while, and there <coughs> used to be a little bit of some episode stuff called uh, Car Talk, until we found out that, um, I think it's NPR Radio actually had a show called Car Talk, and um, it was a little bit different as far as what they went over and how they, they covered their information, but uh, I just kind of let that fall off for that reason. Speaking of falling off, um, we have fallen off in regards to the frequency of our podcast episodes, so this is an attempt at doing one in a format where Stephanie and I are just carpooling today and going over uh, a subject, and the subject that I proposed that we talk about was uh, like the state of friendships and historical friendships and um, like what keeps a friendship together, uh, what causes a friendship to fall apart, um, like essential components, etc. So, yeah, you look super engaged. Yeah. Uh, so you want to go first? Let's talk about uh, like what was your earliest friendship? Like serious friendship, not like a, like just earliest that we can remember. Well, yeah, but like not 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 one where it's just like oh yeah, like I met this kid at the park and we like played every once sure. in a while. Um, so my earliest like best, I guess we'll just say like best friend because I feel like that's when you're like real or something. Um, was Kendall in the third grade? Um, her house was a little bit closer to the school than mine, um, so we could walk like we'd walk to her house and then walk together to school um and I don't know we talked about boys and things I actually wrote we had to write a book about like our best friend and I think I write, wrote um that she was my best friend because she was pretty and she could sing so so that's why that was the that was my that was my well, yeah my my reasons why can you remember um, back to it can you can you remember back to the friendship itself and say this is something that I really appreciated a quality or is it just uh, no she was, I, she was actually as far as like friendships go she had a disabled sister that was older than her that she like had to help take care of um so that was an interesting experience I guess um, I think it was probably like, like a learning experience yeah a point of nobility if you will you know, like in youth um we watched Beavis and Butthead even though we weren't supposed to and played wall ball indoors okay <laughs> pretty much it. I don't really remember a whole lot about it. Um, when I moved 
moved, I moved schools after the third grade, and I think I saw her like one more time, like maybe for my next birthday party after that, um, and that was pretty much it. And then it just kind of faded because we didn't go to the same school anymore. Interesting. Okay. Um, for me, my earliest like best friend that I can remember that uh, like really really. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, it's actually kind of interesting. A lot of you know that, um, or some of you know that I was born in Maryland and I had like a, two totally different life experiences, uh, one in Maryland and then one, um, you know, after I moved in with my grandparents. But I, I would say that I don't remember any friends, like none from Maryland. I, I actually, yeah, I can't remember a single friend. I can remember my brother and sister, but that's it. Um, so anyway, uh, so it, it essentially starts, how old were you when you had this friend? Like how, like what was? Um, so it would have been, um, oh my goodness, so, I have four, ten-ish? Okay, then I don't feel so bad, because I was, I was thinking, like, we might go back to, like, five years old or four years. Yeah, so I was eight, um, almost nine, probably about nine years old when I met mine. And so I, I felt like that was maybe further behind than it should have been, but now maybe not. Um, but yeah, no, uh, mine was uh, Chip Meadows. And uh, like I was, I remember I went to a lake that was in the area called Turtle Lake. And um, I met him there while I was uh, fishing. And uh, we just kind of hit it off and became friends. And um, I think like one of the major components that like kept him as a friend uh, was that we had a lot of common interests uh, at that point in our life and that's actually kind of interesting if we get into it further you know about what's necessary for a relationship uh, a friendship to function is that I think that one of the big components about uh, why we pulled apart as friends is I mean certainly there was distance certainly there were just you know life experiences that happened but uh, I think that as we develop as people um, your interests kind of go in different directions sure. and uh, and there isn't like any level of animosity or at least not in my personal side of things that that caused a separation of friendship there but um, but yeah uh, it, it just became that uh, there was um, less common interest once we hit uh, the teenage years. But yeah, no, I remember uh, I was hanging out with him a lot, like a lot, a lot. And so, uh, yeah, just a lot of common interest video games, being outside, riding bikes, etc. So, um, so talking about what a relationship um, needs, like what do you think, if you had to say three core values for what a relationship, a friendship needs, um, what would you say the three most important things are for you? I don't know. I think that if we're talking about just like longevity of a of um, friendship, not necessarily longevity, but like the the thing is, I think that we have friends that. Would you agree that we have? I'm sorry to interrupt you, but would you say that we have that you have friends that you've been friends with forever that are maybe not high quality friendships? Oh, absolutely, yeah. Right, and so in that regard. Um, Maybe, maybe not one. Well, let's actually break it into subsections. Like, so longevity of a friendship, what are the three most important components? And are they different than maybe the three most important components of a high quality yeah, friendship? Yeah, so we're talking about just like long friendships. I think just, um, so I think about 
some of the, the like friendships, I guess, where we've, where we've stayed in mostly contact, um, over the years, um, our, my actual technical, like, longest friendship is actually longer than my, what I call my longest friendship, but anyway, um, and I think that a, a lot of it just has to do with, um, where your roots are, um, how far you differ or have changed, um, and have you changed in similar directions, um, so it says maintaining common interests, yeah, I mean, that's, course. right, and, and that's, so, I mean, we're talking about the friend that I've had, like, the longest is, uh, Jenny Avery, who I've met her in the fourth grade, that's horse lady, yes, okay. <laughs> um, no offense, Jenny, that's just all I know you as, is yeah. you have so, horse stuff, and, like she, I mean, obviously we had like a closer friendship at, at various points. Um, like freshman year of high school, we we were fairly close. Um, throughout elementary school, like we'd go play in her creek and I'd help her shovel stalls and stuff after school, um, and just go up there and kind of hang out. Um, but I would say that we're not necessarily like we're definitely not high quality um, friends. We don't really see each other um, ever. Um, when was the last time you saw her? Because I, I think I've met her twice. Um, yeah, like we run in, like run into each other. She actually moved to like Bend area though, so that oh, chance. I thought she. Down lower. Yeah, because I, I heard she lived like on the farm and then wasn't on the farm and then was back on the farm again. Yeah, she. They, her and her husband bought a house in like Hillsborough area, uh -huh. um, and then her mom's health wasn't doing so great, so they moved back to the farm. And then I'm not sure 100 percent what happened between that, but it was a. I, I, Kind of a violent and sudden thing, I think. Um, and so now she's more in like eastern Oregon. I think she's still on a farm. Um, so I don't know if it's a family farm or, or what's going on really there. Again, because not really high quality. So, right. Um, but longevity. You know, right. So I sent her a message like, hey, things look like they're crazy. You hope you're doing well. And, you know, it's like, yeah, things are bananas. Like, we'll pull through like we always do. You know, high five, whatever. And that's pretty much the extent of it. Okay. So what do you think the. I'm sorry, I, I may have glazed over this. What would you say, like, the wrap up the three major components of longevity? Um, so, um, so my, what I said was, like, build, like, where your roots are. So for our, ourselves, we both consider, like, our roots, I think, to be more in, like, the, and by roots, I mean, like, where you come from, I okay. guess. So, um, like, a, a common, a so common we, core root. Right, so like, we can talk about, like. Common foundation. North, North Plains, right? We can talk about all the kids we knew in elementary school. We can talk about how, you know, how the little town has changed, how it's gone from, you know, four people to, you know, hundreds or whatever. So we have like that. Um, and then just general like value compatibility um, and just life stage compatibility. I think that you tend to lose people like when you, um, if you get married and, and you still have a lot of single friends, you're probably not going to hold on to those single friends very long or they're not going to hold on to you and, and vice uh, versa. I don't know. I might disagree with that. Uh, in, in that particular thing, I think that maybe a component of that, but not the, at the fundamental level of that, I think that getting married is totally fine to continue to maintain the same group of friends. Having a kid, however, causes that fracture, in, in, in my opinion. Sure. Like, uh... I, I would argue that when we got married, we maintained... None of our friends dropped off because we were married as much as they dropped off because of uh, either principle well, or, or shift. Well, and then they just settle, too, right? Like, there's... 
are you at the point in your life where you're like, I'm gonna, you know, you, I am gonna have a career, I wanna own my own home, um, I want to build a relationship and, and build a family? Like, is that the stage of your life that you're in? Or are you in the, I wanna go get drunk every night and have random hookups stage? Like, those two are not compatible. No, but were you ever part of a, of a crowd where that was the thing? No, I've, I've generally been in a crowd where, like, of people that are also in, like, monogamous relationships. Right. And if my friends are single, they didn't want to be. They wanted to be. They weren't in that, like, casual, whatever, single thing. They were either in a relationship or wanted to find a relationship. Right. Okay. Alright. Uh, yeah, I would say for longevity, my point would say that, um, a lot of it is just uh, the ability to keep in touch. I think that there's a lot of problems with social media that exist today, but I think that what social media does do for us really well is it allows us to keep, um, I don't know, an open line of communication if sure. we choose with you know people from our past. It's every once in a while I'll actually do like quick searches and look up people from my uh, you know elementary years and, and see what you know people are up to. And so on and so forth. And, and some of the people I'm actually really proud of. And I'm just like, yeah, good job you. I never expected you to go in this direction. Uh, you know, good job you. And other people I look at and I go, good job you. Like, I totally saw you going in this direction. And then uh, some of it I also look at and say, wow, never ever in my life would have I expected that. Uh, you know, like, I'm, I hope I hope you know what you're doing. And, and at some point, you know, things go differently. So, um, so yeah, I, I would say the uh, biggest thing is open line of communication, the ability to communicate, um, and, and maybe, I don't know that I've got three things, but I would say open line of communication and probably um, common principle. Uh, I've let go of, I, I would no longer consider myself friends with a lot of people that maybe I would if the, their fundamentals and principles uh, were closer in alignment with mine or mine to theirs. Sure. Uh, there, there are actually a couple of people that I, I sort of, um, I don't, I don't want to say lament the loss of, but certainly, uh, the way that I describe it is, is that there are people that I, I kind of reflect back on in a nostalgic sort of way and just go, I wish that had gone differently, you know? And, um, but, but at the, in the moment where it wasn't going that way, uh, a lot of it had to do with the fact that there was some kind of energy or experience or something that uh, just wasn't compatible with where I was at in my life at that point in time or continue to be. And um, so, yeah, I, I would say um, ability to communicate and uh, compatible principle. Sure. So... So then, I guess moving on to the other component, what would you say then is high quality? Um, so, I don't know. I think that... And I'm sorry. Sorry to interrupt, yeah. but... Uh, so, we say that Jenny is the long, longest. Yeah. Who is the highest quality? Not to put you on the spot, because <laughs> some of the people might be watching this. Sure. Um, I don't know. I, I, at this point, honestly, I mean, you're probably my highest quality I, I would agree. Um, it's just, and that's just because, like, we can talk all the time, right? So I think that that, like, a, a constant or more steady stream of communication there. Um, I also think that it has a lot, a little bit to do with just love. 
Oh, for sure. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, like just a lot of the the values and principles that operate there just don't are not compatible with my values and principles. But I'm a, like I for some people like it's okay. I guess like I can for, not necessarily forgive. Not that anything needs to be forgiven. But I think it's just like oh okay that's Overlock. part that's part of them. Like that's yeah. fine because I love them. Yeah. Um. So there's a lot of that too that that comes into it where it's just like okay this person is someone that for whatever reason like I just I love them and it doesn't really matter what they do or even to an extent who they become um, because that just that foundation of just love is there. Um, Brittany's in the Brittany's done a couple of things and by a couple I mean literally just one really. That caused the friendship to like falter. Um, Is it the Corey bit? It, it, right. Okay. Um, because that was something that I just I couldn't reconcile. That was a bad enough extreme that I couldn't reconcile. Um, but pretty much everything else, like she's done a lot. She's done some things that I would have never. I would never have done myself. Um, Not to put Brittany on the spot or you on the spot to yeah. out Brittany, but like, like what? Like, I understand the Corey bit, but, like... Right. I'm just saying, like, just values of, like, I don't know, um, just a little bit more of a free spirit. Oh, okay. Oh, sure, sure, um, sure. Than I am. I actually... So, here's... Uh, I I can applaud that of Brittany. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And, and something that you and I were talking about recently is it's like, eh, this circumstance would probably be okay because Brittany's just kind of like, this is a thing. It's, it's, it's not anything but that thing. Uh, and and you could just sort of like be like, oh, I did this, and it's like now on to the next line of business. Got to go to work or whatever, you know. Like, yeah. And 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 we can talk about it, but we don't need to. Yeah. And, and you know, it's just like. So I mean, it's just what it is. Like not who I am at all. Right. But, yeah. 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 Um, I get it. it. Is, but it is who I, who she is, and that's fine. Um. Yeah. I don't know. So I think that there's just a there, and then there's certain people that just no matter like time or distance or. Anything um, when you do pick up with them, it's just like nothing has no, changed. No time has passed. Nothing yeah. has um, And so that the ability to do that is, I think, um, also pretty important for quality um, and also for longevity, right? If you're if you have awkwardness or like you're having to get to kind of re know each other um, and you can't just kind of jump into it, then I think that that takes away from it a little bit. Sure. Um, I've been in both situations where it's. Um, you know, you've had some time apart with someone, and then you meet back up with them, and it's just like, hey, there was a point in time where you and I were uh, eye to eye and do whatever for each other, but now, like, I'm watching out for sudden movements, kind of thing. <laughs> I don't know about that, but yeah. yeah. And then, uh, then there's other circumstances where uh, you're right. It's just like, oh my god, I literally haven't seen you in years. Tell me everything. You know, um, uh, an example of that is uh, probably Sin, I think, for me. Because I have literally not seen Sin in, I think, two years. Yeah. And um, visually seen her. And I actually asked her the other day, I was like, hey, are we good? Because, you know, I haven't talked to you in years. And, uh, but they're, they're like, we've invited you to things and you've never come. And, but you haven't invited us to things at all. And she's like, no, we're totally fine. It's just, you know, there are these points of consideration. Now, uh, I don't know, and I, I don't want to read too much into it, but Sin is an example of somebody that I think that we 
could go five years or two years or, or however yeah. long. And then, uh, you know, I could laugh and have a good time and not feel any kind of awkward about it. Yeah. Um, I would say that that's true for her, for sure. Yeah. Uh, my sinuses are starting to clog up. So anyway, um, yeah, I would, I would say that, uh, some degree, uh, probably a high degree of affection for an individual, not necessarily, it doesn't have to be love, but affection, uh, for an individual. Uh, and that, that could be, I, I mean that in a very spiritual sort of way, uh, not necessarily even an emotional kind of way, but, um, I think that the affection for an individual is, you're right, probably a high degree of quality. Um, I think that common thread is also a component for quality as it, as it was for longevity for me. And, um, and I, I think maybe history too. Uh, I, I would, I would argue that the history that we have with someone, uh, may, may bind us to that level of quality. So, um, and maybe the history is something that we saturate because of constant and regular communication. So I would, uh, I would probably agree that my highest quality friendship is you, but if I had to pick somebody that wasn't you, um, I don't know that I, I could readily pick anyone else simply because um, I run into uh, components uh, I, where I'd, I'd have to sort of sort and say, hey, I need this component for this to be quantified as this or... I, or I feel like if you look at that, though, like, it's like, okay, here, this this thing happened, um, whatever, whether it's really, really good or really, really bad, mm. um, and I don't exist, like, who do would be your person so like in that instance like if if, if, you know if like if something major happens like if I found out I was pregnant or something like that I'm not but um but you know if I found out I was pregnant right like you would be my first person to tell and Brittany would be my very second like maybe even tell her before I told you um Uh, in that situation like if I was pregnant uh I'm not and um (laughs) You know, and it was just like, hey, I wanted to tell somebody. It would probably, it would obviously be you first. Uh, but, I don't know, probably Brittany second. <laughs> Interesting. See, uh, <coughs> Brittany, uh, I, I think I give Brittany a very high degree. You know how we're saying, like, forgiveness, but, but forgiveness is the wrong word because they don't need to be forgiven for anything necessarily. Yeah. Uh, I think I give a very extremely high degree of that to Brittany, and uh, so I'm, I'm going to let you in on something that you may or may not already be aware of. I don't I don't know if I told you about this, but uh, a couple of years ago, Brittany, uh, I you know how I, I, I just mentioned earlier, I was like you know you you meet back up with people that you haven't seen in a while, and and you know maybe before historically you were great, but now you're just kind of watching out for sudden movements. Yeah, I was in that kind of situation, and it's no offense to Brittany at all. Uh, and I certainly didn't mean it as any offense to Brittany at all, but um, I said something to Brittany in the very robot sort of way that I am, and I just meant it as matter-of-factly. And Brittany was highly offended that I said that thing, and uh, and I didn't understand why she was highly offended uh, until I put it together that Brittany didn't really see herself in a situation where, uh, or, or in a position 
where I should have had that thought about her because she saw herself uh, free of any, any, any above all suspicion, you know, or question, if you will. And and then I, I kind of reflected in on it, and I was like, you know what, though, um, she kind of is. You know, she she hasn't done anything to me in such a way that I would I would be concerned about anything. And uh, as a result, from that point forward. I kind of have given, if, if Brittany, like Brittany could murder the world and I'd give her a pass. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so, and, and a lot of it, not a lot of it, but, but some of it has to do with the fact of her relationship with you, for sure. So, yeah, I don't know, uh, the ability to communicate, uh, regular communication, uh, quality of, of who we are as people, um, foundation, et cetera, those, I think those are important for quality. Okay, so let's take another situation. Um, you want to talk about a, a friendship that you've had that's fallen apart and analyze why you think maybe it happened? Um, I don't know. I don't think I've had any relationships that have fallen apart. When I say fallen apart, let's say like fallen apart or exploded or whatever. Yeah, I've had, so, I mean, I've had a bunch of relationships that exploded all at once because you make bad life choices. I make bad life choices. Yeah. Um, and who you choose to keep around you, I guess. Um, what are we talking about? Corey. Okay. So Corey exploded because of But you whatever. were never, you were never to a degree friends with no, no, Corey. No, 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 I'm saying Corey exploded all of the relationships around me. Uh, sure. I, okay, I could see that. Um, and but that's, and that's I would, 100% I would argue, on I mean, that's maybe. not on you necessarily so much as it was on him. But I would, I would argue... Uh, in that situation that Corey definitely played a part. Uh, and I, mine, mine actually is Corey, and I'll get into that in a second. I, I would still consider myself friends with Corey, but, but we'll get into that in a second. But, but I would argue in that situation that you're talking about, I would argue that there were multiple parties that played a role in that that were not Corey, uh, that were your friends. I'm going to blow my nose, guys, so I'm going to cut this video. We're at 2556.
question was um, actually I have I have two that are uh, kind of in recent history um, and and almost uh, three as a group if you will and um, so the the first one and I think that the easiest one to identify um, vaguely anyway is is the Corey situation and I would consider myself friends with Corey but I think that Corey has become disenchanted with uh, the friendship that, that he and I have, and, and as have I to a degree. And a lot of that, it, it comes back to that quality, quantity component. Um, but the, the situation is that, in my opinion, um, his day-to-day -day structure and belief and, and everything has become very radicalized, and it's, it's in such a way that I can't necessarily follow. And so... Uh, it's really tough to have a really close, good friendship with someone when you can't agree with anything that they have to say. Sure. And so um, that that's that one. But um, I also had another one that was very recent, and it's just kind of this, like, absurd kamikaze, like, assassination or something. Like, I don't, I don't even know how to really get into that. But somebody who would, uh, like, it... it very much turned into, and, and I'm quoting, um, a if I can't have it, neither can you mindset, and it's just like that's, I, I don't know, I like I've never been in a situation to, to handle that before and um, I, yeah, that, that I, I don't want to get into a lot of the details about that, but that was just this explosive not like anything that you thought the person was um, and, and I think it's tougher because if it's somebody that you've known for a long time. I think in that instance though you were very much so blinders on because that person was always that person from day one and you just never saw it. I don't know. But but here's the one that hurt though and this is interesting. So that one was rage and then as it settled it was disbelief you know, like the stages of, of what is it? Of recovery is denial and grief. so on and so on. Yeah. yeah so well I, I don't I don't think that I went through a grief stage but I certainly went through a, a rage and then a denial almost and uh, and then I think I just tried to switch immediately to move on but but the, here's the thing that really really got me about that situation and that is that um, some of my other immediate peers um, blindly took that person's side after knowing me and my character for much longer and the thing is they were starting to show sort of a different color um, already before this situation but then suddenly it seemed like they were making this grab for another side and I think I was a little bit hurt that it wasn't my side uh, we had other friends that were just immediately saying hey, like, John and Stephanie are toxic people, just, you know, like, you're safe here kind of situation. Oh. And that was... So that a relationship, like, you feel like they're no longer your friends? No, but, but I... I, I don't feel that at all. Uh, that, that's the thing, is that... There was a lot going on, and a lot of it that was uh, the general public was ignorant to, and um, and that's fine. But 
like I would blindly defend on their behalf. Well, and I think that that's what we come down to when we talked about the core situation in, in my friend group is that uh, maybe they're not as good of friends as you thought they were. If they don't like your friend, should take that. Your, that's where are what, you going? That, to Brooklyn. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, your friend, like if, if you they're your friends, like they should take your side over all other. Oh, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. All and, and that like that's your, that, that's that's, your that's what when you mention that in your bit is that that's exactly the right uh, the immediate situation that I thought of was just like yeah you're right and it, I I felt um, less than good yeah. about how that went and uh, I don't know I, I still haven't reconciled that I like I just uh, I think that I took that whole chapter and pretended like it, it never happened and, and I'm moving on sure. and at the I, end of the day though right like no one is Uh, to the best of my knowledge, yeah. But the thing is, it's like, what happens next time? You know, like, is it, oh, John and Stephanie are toxic people. Like, we're a safe place again. It's like, Yeah, you know, I mean, so, so I think that there's two halves of that. Um, and one half is just not, is, is it someone that I would even consider to be my friend? Um, but it's just a package deal. Interesting. Um, and so... So I think that, that, that there's, and I don't know that, that that half would consider us to be friends, not really. We're just kind of a package deal. See, here's the thing about that, is that, um, and this is something that I was thinking about, and this is what, where maybe that little bit of hurt or resentment or something inside me comes from, is that uh, if, uh, I don't, I don't know, like, I'm trying to think of a friend of you. Like, I don't know Jenny very well, right? Sure. But if, if Jenny is in a situation because she's your friend, uh, if and, and maybe not Jenny. Maybe Jenny's not a good example because she's not, like, that high-quality friend. She's just that longevity friend. It, for me, it would make a, a minor difference. A difference, but minor. Uh, but when it comes to that high-quality friend, uh, so, like, I don't know that... I would say Zach and I are high quality friends. I don't know anything about Zach. I don't know what Zach's into. I don't know what Zach he does. Uh, Westroll. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, but but I do know that he is very important to uh, Nano and Trina. And if if Zach was ever in a situation where he was endangered or compromised, I would shut that down in a heartbeat. Sure. Without, without like Zach could be murdering somebody's kittens, and that person could come out and be like, "Oh my God, you're murdering my kitten." pull a gun on Zach, I would shoot that person in the face. Sure. Because it doesn't matter. And that's... I also think that you and I operate like that, and I don't know that most people do. And, and maybe but maybe you, that's but it. You are, maybe. You, you, I think that there, there's definitely that of like, someone I love loves you, and that's enough. Right. And so but maybe that's, maybe that's part of the reason why I have hurt feelings about how certain things went because maybe you're right that you and I operate like that but not that's not the the common trend yeah so okay that's interesting um you also you also compartmentalize a little bit too because I operate in the same way of you hurt someone I love therefore you are not worthy of my love um you know if if my if my wife is your best friend and you beat your wife um, you, one, don't deserve to be alive on this planet, but two, are certainly not going to have my friendship and should not have the friendship of anyone that I know, but you do not operate like that. 
you see someone, oh, that person beat their wife, that person is my friend, I'm still going to continue to be friends with them and it's going to wait until they form a sex cult before I tuck cut ties. So the sex cult had nothing to do with it. I'm just saying, like, so, I mean, I think that you're able to compartmentalize a little bit more, uh, um, but I, I try to, I tend to operate, like, very black and white. Like, if someone's a pedophile, they're a pedophile. They don't belong to exist. They shouldn't exist in society, and I'm certainly not going to be their friend. Yeah, you're right. Uh, for me, a lot of things are just not black and white. Um, there's definitely right and wrong, um, but I think that we as people, uh, you know what? Maybe there isn't right and wrong. Maybe there's just perspective. But uh, for for me, I I think that my experience causes me to have to. Uh, be very, very aware of the gray. So, yeah. All right. Anyway, I, I feel like that's that. That's a, a good conversation. Um, talked about uh, longevity, quality. Um, let's actually give one closing thing. Let's not end on such a sour note. Let's, <laughs> let's actually talk about something. What would you say um, was probably the most cementing uh, component of a friendship that you've had, like something that that happened <coughs> that that made something like I don't want to say unbreakable, but certainly uh, hardened uh, a relationship, a friendship. I don't know that I can think of anything. I'll, I also have a really really bad memory um, in general, and so I don't. but right. it certainly helps that you can understand where that person is coming from and and I think that also removes some of that we were saying like the forgiveness not of actions that need to be forgiven but just that blanket kind of understanding of that's who you are and I know where you're coming from and I, I see you yeah that's yeah okay uh I would say for me and uh you haven't maybe necessarily had that same kind of experience which you know is is going to be true for everybody is um 
shifting into gears, that's weird. Um, is uh, probably people saving my life. Sure. Yeah, like when, when someone um, risks themselves to save my life and vice versa, uh, I think that it, it kind of concretes some things. There, there's a couple of people from my past that you don't even know about that if they just popped up one day and said, hey, I need this big thing, I'd have to say, hey, Steph, here's so-and-so. Uh, this is where and why I know them. They need this thing. I need to go take care of it. So, um, I'd say also, I think one thing for me, um, so I don't know, there's a couple moments, I guess, that like cement thing, we're talking about like recent friendships, yeah. um, the cemented things. Um, there was a silly thing of like, Oliver fall like slipping off the back of the boat and Trina just like instantly like nope like and that kind of care so of him um that probably cemented that of like okay like I can trust you with my child and you're not gonna let him drown um with Reed I think it was like when I was sick on your birthday and he was just like I'm like vom not that he was around me while I'm vomiting because he doesn't do that um but he was like seemed genuinely like concerned about my well-being um like oh I guess we're friends um I don't know there's little moments like that that I'm just like okay when was my birthday when we had the beach the beach house so that was last year no uh, well yeah I guess 2018 2017 yeah we didn't it was last year we didn't have a beach house this year right we had a beach house last year yeah it was last year um yeah okay yeah, I feel real bad about how that whole weekend went for you. You just were just in bed the whole time. And I tried to cook meals, like really nice, cool meals, and uh, they were just entirely wasted on you. Yeah. Yeah. All right, cool. Well, uh, anything else that you wanted to talk about? No. No? Cool. All right, so it may, because of uh, time and availability and... Uh, just stuff that's going on. It may be that this is the format for our podcast episodes for the next little bit. Uh, there's a lot going on with um, Game of Thrones. We've committed our Sundays to that. Uh, the weather's starting to get really nice, so there's um, there's good stuff and bad stuff. There's there's chores to do because there's lawn care and things that take up the weekend. Uh, it takes a lot of energy, and there's also um, you know activities and things that, to that nature that we're starting to do. As the weather's getting nice and we take Oliver out to go go do things. So anyway, um, this may be the format. It's actually almost perfect timing. It takes us uh, about 45 minutes to get from one point to another. Um, great episode length for two people. Sure. And um, yeah, so we'll see you next time. Hopefully not in three weeks.